What's up, everybody? We are back. Another episode of the Victor Cruz Show. I'm I'm excited for this show, Pete. Um, yeah, he's here. Uh, the, I'm excited for this show specifically because it's it's not often. I mean, we've interviewed a bunch of people. Obviously, great we had people. A bunch of, great yeah, people. Great people. But one of our brothers is on yes. the show today. Yes. His name is Timothy McGurk, a.k.a. Timmy. Better known as 13th Witness. Timmy, what's good? Welcome, Timmy. Welcome, Timmy, to the show. Thanks yeah. for having me, yeah. guys. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me, yeah. guys. Also, you. obviously, PR is here. Of course, talk, I'm talk here. to the people. Of course, I'm here. It's my show. Uh, yeah. here welcome, we go. You Give him an inch. <laughs> and take a mile, man. Jeez. Hey, before, before Timmy even, before 13th even says anything, mm-hmm. Can you give people a visual of A, how he walked in, and B, what the studio's looking like right now? Okay. First of all, he walked in with at least two supersized bags of McDonald's. Walked into the studio, started to disperse different items on the menu, fries, nuggets, chicken tenders. Yeah. At least there's two double cheeseburgers from from what I can see. A chicken, a McChicken. Is that a McChicken? Two hamburgers with extra onions. <laughs> extra onions. Oh, he, he was specific, yeah. too, with the joint. Um so we're here. We're feasting, P. I don't know. Listen, if you... not, not only does it speak to like the the great guy he is that he brought amazing a plethora of things. When I asked him why he brought so much, he said I wasn't sure of anyone's dietary. Restrictions. And there's one thing that you can count on at McDonald's. What's that? These fries or oh, papitas? Wow. Like Wait a minute. Them. How does this work? Have we ever had a caller call while we're on the air, <laughs> Teddy? <laughs> Teddy, you are you're on the air, bro. Yo, Teddy, you're so live on the air right now. Do you talk to the people? Yo, you're on the air. My people, how you doing? Yes. Uh, no, no, no. I think can you curse? Yeah, we can curse. Yeah, you can curse. We can curse. Dick's not even a curse. It's like the new bro. Right. For those of you that don't know, that is our other brother, obviously Teddy Santis. Teddy Dunn. Yes, he has not. No, we looked at him not. up here. Teddy, yeah, he's tell him he's in here with spirit. Yeah, you're. He's in here in spirit. No, you're, you're totally here in spirit. I definitely feel live right now. Hey, no. what Yo, am I so live, Ted? What am I wearing? What are you wearing, Timmy? We're both I, wearing, I, Teddy. We're wearing I, your shit right now. Facts. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred p. For those of you that also don't know, Teddy is the mastermind behind the brand Ameliandro. Yes. You say that. It's just so heavily, heavily. Closer to the mic, Timmy, with the speaker board. Heavily, heavily. Miss you guys. Miss you. Miss you too, G. Was there anything specific that you wanted to tell me or just sending love? I just called Charlie. I love you, baby. I love you back. There it is. Look at that. Never see true love, man. Love does exist, P. I don't know if you know that. It's out here in these streets. We got a wonderful show. I'm excited, man. But we got to get started, um, Timmy, at least with, you know, going deep into your roots a little bit, letting the people know about your family, about your upbringing. Where did you grow up? Where are you from? Give us the whole... I've never... I've actually never asked him this. I've never heard this story from his mouth. Hmm. Um, So I'm excited to ask him. Yeah, and I'm going to be... When you told me today that he was going to be on the show, the first thing that came to mind is like, you know, I've been blessed to travel with Tim and, and become good friends with him and, and all that good stuff. I don't know if he even realizes or even thinks about it. Like, he comes, and we were talking about this before he walked in the studio. He comes from one of the most creative families, excluding no one. Nobody. In the culture. So can Facts. you talk to wow, us a little you. bit? Of, of course, thank man. You. Can you talk to us a little bit about, like, what was, like, your upbringing? Like, like what was your childhood like? And, and for hey, the Pete, people that don't in, know. Before we get into that, can you can you just pass me another chicken tender? Of course. There you before go. We get, there you, go. you want dipping sauce or you good? I got the sauce okay, here. We're good. Yeah, it's all about the sauce. All right, Timmy, it's on you, Um. All right, so thank you for the kind words about, you know, my upbringing. Um, 
Big shouts to my father, um, who coincidentally... Who's a G, by the way. It is his birthday today. Oh, shit. November 17th is oh, his wow. birthday. So Holy moly. Happy birthday, Dad. Happy Love birthday, Pops. He's in Paris right now. Just doing it big. Right so on brand. Yeah. So on brand. So, okay. um, yeah, my Pops. Who's your Pops? Some people may not he's, know this. He's an artist. Uh, most people know him as Futura. That's so crazy. Um, for me, he's he's just pops, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, was he strict? Did he make you like draw shit like just for no reason? Like, no, was no, he, no. Like he, he never, forced, he, ne- he never, he never, he never you, pushed right? the art thing on me at all. And to be honest, like I never gave a shit about drawing or had any care in the world for for art. At least in that sense, in the sense of like drawing and you know like handwriting stuff, like. I've always had the worst handwriting, you know, like I can't even read what I write sometimes, but um, he never pushed anything on me, but I definitely, there was that creative gene that definitely got passed down to me, and for me, I just use a different form of uh, of expression to, you know, a different medium to express myself, and for me, that's visually through photography, you know, Um yeah, I'm not an artist in the in in the traditional sense of the word, but I'm a visual artist, I guess. But what what was growing up like for you? Because your sister as well, correct? Yeah, your sister's my, yeah. also. Yeah, my sister's younger than me. Uh, she's talented. She's got like she can draw. Um, she's got the creative style. She's got a very unique style of drawing. But um, I mean, growing up for me, man, I grew up in um, I grew up in Williamsburg. You know, um, before. The- yeah, I was before gonna say, yes. it was Williamsburg. I, I went to I went to PS one thirty two, which was <clears throat> for those familiar with Williamsburg, it's on Metropolitan and Manhattan Avenue on the corner, and that's where I went to elementary, and then I went to junior high school in one twenty six, which is the junior high school right in front of McCarran Park, in front of what used to be an old abandoned pool that we would sneak into and get high when we were younger, <laughs> but naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, um, uh, Williamsburg when I was super young, like elementary days and then junior high school to high school, I was, we moved to Greenpoint and then I lived in Greenpoint, uh, you know, for basically the remainder of my teen years, uh, throughout high school and, um, and then I moved to Japan after high school, like a couple of weeks after high school, I moved to Japan. Well, what was Japan like? Like for a kid from Brooklyn, it was it was insane. By the way, I went to Japan with this guy. <clears throat> Excuse me, we probably had the most fun, <laughs> <laughs> dog. Like I was, I you know, you go to Japan, you don't know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. We're in Tokyo. You're like, okay, you know, you have zero clue. You've mm-hmm. seen photos, you've seen pictures, uh-huh. you've seen, but when you physically land there, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is different, right? And it's yeah. different immediately. Like the minute you get off the plane, and knowing Timmy, he knows the me. in and outs too, right? Like, I mean, he I, took I, us to I the hole in the wall. It must have been the first hibachi spot. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the spot with the with, with the garlic with your man with, and with his garlic. wife. With yeah, yes, with the baseball sized garlic. Yo, crazy, crazy. So how old are you? When you moved to Japan, I was at eighteen. What's the, talk to us through that experience? A kid from Brooklyn. Yeah, no. Did you want to go? You wanted to go. I, I, I was. Cause that's tough. At 18. I was, I was seventeen, eighteen. I was a little shit. I didn't want to go. I was barely going to school anymore. Um, but my father had a clothing company that was uh, the clothing was being manufactured in Japan. So he had a relationship and a rapport with these people there, and he knew that I wasn't kind of. I wasn't heading down the right path here in New York. You know, I was Mm -hmm. like towards the end of high school and I was already getting into trouble for shit in school. I wasn't really going. 
I was always very intelligent in school, but it was just the curriculum, and I just didn't I didn't like the system, you know, like it. I didn't like going, you know, and then mm-hmm. I was more interested in getting laid. Like it, it. Oh, I'm sorry. It it wasn't so much about. Um, it wasn't really so much. Of, I wasn't into drugs really. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't really doing that. But I was trying to get laid all the time when I was younger. Seventeen. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's si- the time. Sixteen, yeah, seventeen. Like I lost my hormone. I lost my virginity maybe like mid sixteens, but based on like my peers and kind of where I grew up, like 16 and a half, that, that's late. That's uh-huh. old. You know what I mean? You had a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, yeah. Like the <laughs> I first, was the same age The first too, time I smoked hash. All my boys, I did it already. Yeah, exactly. Like I was super late to the game. But then... We we, we made up for lost time. Exactly. We made up for lost time. <laughs> we made up for lost time. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't doing the right things. And my dad kind of saw this. And he didn't want me to... You know, obviously, my dad wanted me to do good. Not that he didn't believe in me, but he just wanted me to make the right choices. And it's easy when you're young to kind of get mixed up with the wrong people and just, you know, start going down the wrong path. So he offered me a trip to go to Japan to live with this guy and his wife who um, who were... The guy was working at my dad's... Uh, he was working at the company that manufactured the clothing for my dad. So he had a relationship with him and... They came up with this idea for me to live with this gentleman and his wife in Japan. This wasn't Tokyo. This was Fukuoka. Okay. And it was supposed to be six months. But me being the little kid that I was, like, I was like, ah, my friends, you know, like, I got a girl. I was like, I, I don't want to go to Japan, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. fuck that. I want to yeah. stay here. Especially at 18, 17, yeah. you locked yeah, in. You're, in bro- you got, you're you just coming into your own. You got, yeah, yeah friends, exactly. You're like, I don't want to go to Japan, yeah, you know? Exactly. Um, but you were there four years, huh? Yeah, but then after a while, like a couple of homies were like, "Look, this is an amazing opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know that you probably don't want to go, but go. It's gonna be great." So I went. I ended up going. Um, I got there, and I don't know, man. Something just clicked with that with that country and um, the people, the culture, like everything. It's like the little the little things. They just it just made so much sense to me. It almost like felt like I had lived the previous life before. And I totally connected with their culture, and the six months turned into four years. Like I, even when I left, I didn't leave on my own will. Like I pretty much got kicked out of the country <laughs> because How's from immigration that? because I have I have dual citizenship. So okay. my mom is French and my dad's American. Mm-hmm. So I have two passports. So what I would do is every time I would come in and out of Japan, I would use a different passport. Okay. And it worked for about four and a half years. And then one one time I was coming home. I was in Japan trying to get back home. That was home for me, mm-hmm. trying to get home. And uh, somebody comes, like taps me on the shoulder. And, uh, hey, you know, come with here. Bring me into this room. Ask me a million questions for like eight hours straight. Wow. The jig, yeah. the jig was up. Yeah, the jig was up. Yeah. The jig <laughs> was up. Crazy. They had a printout with every entry and exit date. And I was like... <laughs> Like, you know, what, man? you got like, me. You got me. You, you got. Me. Hey, come. Yeah. Hey, come out the bushes. They got us. <laughs> they got us. They, they, they got, got us, us, bro. Just come on out. Just come on out. So, so I want to know when. When did you me. pick up your first camera? Yeah. When did you? Pick I up picked the, up my first you know? camera in Japan. Well, I mean, like, look, wow. I my dad, I my dad was either. always traveling back and forth from Japan before that, and Japan always has like the new tech gadget camera, mm-hmm. so he would always bring back some little point and shoot. So we always had cameras lying around the house, but. For me, it was just like, it's just another toy, like a PlayStation or a Game Boy. You know, it wasn't, photography for me wasn't anything. I didn't think about it. It was just like, all right, they didn't really give a shit, you know. Um, but when I was living in Japan, I realized I tried to explain to people at home what, what life was like there. And I realized, I was like, you know what? It's 
probably better to take pictures of this to show people because pictures do a much better job of kind of explaining things than I would. So mm -hmm. I started to just take pictures with a crappy little digital camera my father had given me or that I bought there. Very basic, super basic shit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I started doing that and then I remember I'm like, okay, I need a website now. You know, like where, where are these pictures going to live? Like where am I going to put them? How am I going to share them? I can't just email them to people. It's like, okay, I'm going to come up with a website. And I needed a name for the website. And that's that's the birth of 13th Witness right there was there's this song called Bear Witness by Doc Doctagon. And at the time, I was learning how to DJ and I was really into scratching. And I would use like that vinyl record. It was called Dr. Octagonicologist. And it was an instrumental. And it's probably to this day, ten, top 10 favorite albums of mine of all time. And I would put that record on instrumental and I would practice a scratch over it. So... That song, Bear Witness, I really love that. And there was something about the word witness. I was like, okay, you know, witness kind of makes sense. You know, we're all kind of witnesses to to life and to things that are happening. And at the time, I was living on the 13th floor. And I like the number 13 because here in America, the floors on the elevator there buildings, is no 13th there floor. is no 13, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. 11, 12, 14. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I was living on 13, I kind of was into that. And um, I've always dug the number 13, you know, the unlucky, lucky aspect for me. So I don't know. I was coming up with names. And then for some reason, like, you know, you write down a bunch of names and 13th Witness happened to be one of them. And um, I didn't really like it, but I, I said to myself, you know what? You just buy the domain. You need something just to th start throwing pictures up. Whatever. You change the name in a week, whatever. Um, I would take pictures, I kept updating it, and I was really into web design. So I would, you know, just go out to parties and take pictures and update them every day and would make my own websites. Like, I learned how to do everything myself. And the day that really changed everything for me was when my roommate at the time, this fight, this K1 fighter kid. This in Japan? This is in Japan. Okay. Yeah. He had bought a... Cause he had just won a fight, so he'd made some money, you know. Like caught like a nice. First of all, track. you had a roommate that was a K one fighter in Japan. Yeah, yeah no, he was the illest of all time. Timmy was Kid never Yamamoto. late with the rent. Timmy Ever. was never late with the rent. Ever. I got it, bro. I don't what want no problem. Don't grab the gloves. I got Why your, you grabbing the gloves? I got your rent. This Put month. the gloves there. <laughs> <laughs> Put the gloves there. Yeah. So he bought this camera after he won a fight. And it was a camera that's uh, for you. I mean, uh, you guys probably don't know. Maybe you do. Um, it's uh, it's called SLR. SLR means single lens reflex. Okay. And SLR is basically, what that means is it, it, it lets you manipulate depth of field. So a point-and-shoot camera, it shoots when you look at it, it's flat, right? Depth of field is when you see that effect, that bouquet effect, gotcha. you mm -hmm. know, okay. where it's like you're in focus and the background is blurry. Okay. And that camera had a lens that was capable of doing that. And mm -hmm. I was fucking with it because he didn't know how to shoot with it, never knew, never used it. And I picked it up and I started to shoot with it. And that's when I learned. Exposure. I, I, like yeah, I learned that there was something more to photography than just taking pictures of fucking girls dancing in a club or whatever it was. Yeah. And I, I discovered immediately this kind of creative aspect to it where, you know what, I can, I can, kind, of, I can kind of do stuff with this. So, so tell me, not to go, you're self-taught? Oh, everything's self-taught. Wow. Yeah. Like the funny thing too is like wow. looking back on it back in high school they offered a course in Japanese and I laughed my ass off at the teacher I'm like you really think that kids in New York in pu in public school 
are gonna learn Japanese. I was like, fucking tripping. This will never work. Yeah, ever. I, I don't think ever. I ever went to that class once. Six years later, he did a four year stint. Exactly, exactly. So the irony, That's you know, crazy. life is life is is very ironic. You know, when it comes like just things that kind of happen like that. But yeah, that was when I discovered SLR and the the ability to get creative with a photo, and um, you know that. It kind of changed everything for me, and then I really started to get more and more into it. Um, I did that, and then when I got kicked out of Japan, I came back to New York, and it was kind of a rough time for me because I had started this life in Japan, and now here I was back in New York. And you're what twenty three, twenty two, two three ish, and mm-hmm. I'm I didn't know what to do. You, you probably know? felt like you're a visitor here now. Oh yeah, and right? the weird yeah. weird thing too weird is while life. I was away, my sister had moved into my room. <laughs> It's a bigger room. <laughs> naturally, naturally. So I come back to New York and, you know, I'm 23. Obviously, I have nowhere to live. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back with my mom and of my course. dad and my, my sister. So then I'm, I find myself living in my sister's room because she had taken my room. And it was a very weird time for me. And I'm at that age where it's like, okay, I just lived in Japan for four years. I'm obviously not going to be living with my parents again. But there was that initial period of adjustment where it's like, okay, you know, I need to figure out what to do. And then... A couple months later, I got an apartment that me and my sister moved into, and then I just continued with the photography, and that's probably when I went. I went so heavy into the photography, like it was, it was one of those things where I just took a leap of faith and I said, "I'm gonna go all in on this, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it works, you know, great." And that's that was my point where it was. Uh, that was my breaking point where it's like, okay, I'm committing to this, exactly. and. Um, and the internet and social media, like all of that, took off. Helped, mm-hmm. yeah. This was pre all of that, so mm-hmm. I was I was lucky enough to be around the scene early enough before the explosion of Twitter and you know all the, all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know what I love yeah. about I love about that story is that, and, and I have a theory that most people that do something which starts from just strictly a passion, right? Mm-hmm. Victor, when you started playing football as a snot-nosed kid in Patterson, you weren't saying, I'm going to play football so I can be a pro football player. That may have the been love. the dream, but yeah, you loved love. playing football. Absolutely. Yeah. You picked up a camera, and you you know, you know picked it up, and you liked doing it, and you know it was something that you were passionate about. And it almost like chose you. It's not like yeah. you said, I'm going to start shooting and make money. Because we see when totally. people do that. We mm-hmm. see when people are like, I need to make money. And I'm going to start read doing through this. That. We right? can read through that. Oh, At least the real it's, ones can read right so, through that, it's man. So, it's so... Uh, it's so obvious and you know I mean when people's motivations are strictly financial and when it's not from pure love and just being passionate about wanting to do something um can can you can you see I'm see I'm a guy that like every now and then I'm I'm a humble dude talk to him, right Mike. P I'm talk humble to, you know I'm a humble guy I don't humble but there's certain times where you just got to flex, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, Timmy, can you go down the list of just people, faces, names that you've taken photos of throughout the years? I mean, you could leave the Beyonce tour that you oh, covered Oh, we're going to get into that. You could leave that. You could leave. I mean, leave it out for now. We'll get into that yeah, we're in a minute. That. But just give us a list of just 10 names that you've had, whether it be concert, in the streets, growing up, whatever. Um, Jeez. Um, I mean, I've been really lucky, you know? Like, I've been super lucky to work with a bunch of ill people. Like, just the fact that I got to work with Jay is amazing. You know, me being from That's Brooklyn. Jay Z. Right. They know. No, they not know. Jay, your neighbor. No, like, not, Jay, no, no, my no, no, friend no. from Williamsburg. When, I, when they or, say or I work like with Jay, to, like, not, 
They know. They know it's Jay. They know Jay. Hold, you got to say, hold, hold the Jay. Like, I work with Jay. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole, <laughs> di- it's a whole different so I work with Jay, not so much. That's Jay for that work at the okay. bodega on the corner. I work with Jay. I work with Jay. Hey, Jay, yeah. <laughs> um, People know the inflections, my G. Okay, Jay. Okay. Um, I mean... I- you know, I don't know. Like, fuck, I'm man. actually gonna so do this. You don't even because you don't. There's He's nowhere to go from so there. There's nowhere to go from very there. Very true. Right. Very true. Let me ask you this. How? Because I know one of the coolest things about you, you know, and and it's just who you are. You're so laid back. You're not pressed about many things, if mm-hmm. anything. Mm. H- how does how does that even happen? How does how do you end up shooting Jay? How do you end up on tour being mm. Beyonce's photographer? It doesn't just happen. Well, I'll tell you what. Life is definitely, um, there's obviously, you know, knowing people definitely helps you. You know, obviously, it's like one person will introduce you to one person, and, and that's great. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter who you're, who you're the brother of, the daughter of, sister, father. It doesn't matter your relation to anybody. At the end of the day, there's going to come a point where you're going to have to fucking show and do work and kind of prove yourself mm-hmm. you know um maybe knowing people will get you in the door of or get you to the door um but it's up to you and what you do to get you inside of that door and to stay inside um so you know being able to work with with beyonce and jay it um it was something that happened very randomly you know like a friend of a friend knew the manager and i had a meeting with them and then i didn't hear back from them for a year and a half i'd completely forgotten about them and then and then one day i just get a text message like what are you doing this summer and i kind of immediately knew what the next question was going to be from them um and these things kind of just happen like that but again it's like i was fortunate enough to get connected to have that meeting, but then when it came time to that meeting, I have to show my work. And if they don't like my work, it's like it doesn't matter who you're the friend of. It's like you know, sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I was lucky enough that they were into my stuff, and I was able to you know do it. And then you kind of do a little bit and prove yourself. And then if that goes well, then you do this, and next thing you know, you're working with them, and you do a full tour, and um. And then it doesn't just stop there, you know, like even to this day, like I just finished shooting, um, we shot title, even though she wasn't performing, but it was still, you know, like if it's her or Jay, it's, you know, it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. As far as, as far as I'm concerned, like I love both of them equally, you know, like they're both super amazing people. Jay's an amazing human. She's amazing. I mean, she's, 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 she's an animal, you know what I mean? Like the way that she works, it's, it's, um... It's motivating, you know. You're like, damn, you know. Doesn't matter how successful you are, it's like you stay on the grind, like you stay, stay working. It, it, it's interesting because I and what I do, and I always joke with Vic with this, like, and I do what I do, like in marketing and branding, like I still have those moments, you know. And I hate I gotta say this in front of him, but I still have those moments, like around Vic, around LeBron, around those guys. Where I'm still like, damn, these guys are like the illest at what they do. Yeah, man. Right? Like, I'm never, and you forget about a hundred percent. So, did, did you have those moments still, like while on tour, like not even like holy shit, I'm shooting Beyonce a hoe, but like, hmm. Jesus, I'm getting a front row seat to like the greatest to ever do it at their craft. 100%. Yeah, I mean, for sure, there's definitely moments where you kind of sit back for a second and it's almost like you step outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, let me just get out of myself and like, you're almost looking at everything and then you see yourself standing and every, there, standing there and everything yeah, yeah. and you're like, wow, 
you know, and it's like, wow, this is such a trip because, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. I grew up listening to Jay, like, obviously not like Beyonce fan like that, but it's, you know, I mean, shit, she's... It's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Let's not get it twisted. It's My boy did the visuals for the Drake tour, too. Yes, that was that was another crazy one that I was wild. Tell us about that. I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, I, I was lucky enough to do the, um, the tour, Nothing Was The nothing Same. Nothing Was The Same tour. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, Visuals were so fine. But I was that lucky was crazy. enough to go with him to that first show yeah. in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn yeah. at Barclays. Yeah, might have been. We had the, Might have been Barclays. admiring the, the, the visuals that he put together. It was yeah, crazy. that was, um, man, Drake's such an ill guy. And, it, and it's one of those things, too, where at the time I didn't realize how ill he was. And even to this day, nothing was the same. You know, it's like that's my favorite mm. favorite album. I think um, that's a that's that's a classic album. For I, me. Mean, I mean, the it's, fact that it's like he worked and was around during like that time. I know it was it was insane. it was unbelievable. And um, fuck, like I remember the, I remember that happening. It was like right around my birthday, and I was like, man. This is the illest birthday present I've ever gotten right here, you know? Like, just the opportunity to be on that tour for for, for a minute was, was great. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I forget a lot about all the, all the fucking great things I've got to do. But, you know, I'm a very simple person. It's like I like to just chill. The culture and, doesn't forget to me. You know? You know that, but I do commend you because he's he's always been the coolest dude. He's not pressed, like you said. He's not pressed by anything. He's not. Well, he's so not you know pressed I mean? that we're all on an epic group chat, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he sends a picture. I don't know if you remember this, the Cristiano picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On like the top, <laughs> on like that. the 217th floor. <laughs> yeah, but just like, like regular, it's, it's in like Asia, regular. and he sends it, and I'm like, oh, this is incredible, and I'm like, wait. You shot this? <laughs> like, this is your photo? <laughs> like, it's so crazy. It's in, it's in, I think it was in China. Yeah, it was it's a, on like it a rooftop. It's it, got like the it skyline behind it. It's insane. Yeah. Cristiano, who may be the greatest soccer player ever. You know what I'm saying? He's doing it. Like, I'm like, wait, how, wait what? Like, That's crazy. And he's just like, yeah, like I, I shot that. Like, yeah, that was my camera. I did it. My like SLR. My let, SLR. Let me, as, as a fan of just your craft, <laughs> let, me ask, let me ask you this. Like, depth, depth perception. Yeah. Let me ask you. Do you know when you're shooting when you're like, oh, I got it? Oh, yeah. Like, I got it. Oh, yeah. You remember that ASAP Rocky photo you sent us on? It was him and Drake? Or on the rooftop? On the rooftop? In Harlem? Yo, that's what, in Harlem. <laughs> Yo, that picture was so crazy. And this was yeah. like 2012, maybe? Something like that? I was going to say, this is minutes ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, let me tell you a story. So he goes and he posts, like, which he doesn't do often. So he posted like, hey. I have some prints available. Oh, so, yeah. you know, yeah. very so, which rare. I, which I hate very doing. Very rare. No, but I, I I'm like, he needs to do it. more of like it's, his work's fucking incredible, crazy. right? So it's I'm crazy. like, so my point is because he doesn't do it often, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go see what he has, it's right? Like a Scorsese, movie. yes. So I see a couple. I'm like, oh, I need this. I need this. You know, I moved to a new crib, as you know. I need this. I need this. Oh, you already put. It's this not in? about me. It's not about me. I don't <laughs> want to make it about where I moved. You know, but I'm like, I need this. I need this. So I hit him. I'm like, yo. I need these two. I'm gonna pay for them. Just I know your shit's gonna sell out quickly, so please just hold, hold two me for down. Me. Yeah, but I didn't stop there. I said, you know what? Let me go to his IG page. I looked at them. I might have gone back to like 2015. And you asked Scre- I'm not gonna those? tell you what it was, but That's I screenshot crazy. something. I'm like, Timmy, I don't ask people for much. I need this one. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I yeah. got you. Yo, he gave you. me two joints. Listen, man. That's what I'm saying. Like he's humble about that shit. Like it's like, oh yeah, do this, whatever. He's got like he's got stuff that 
10, 20 years from now, people are going to be like, wait, what? You you shot this? Yep. Like, I think about that sometimes. I don't think, I don't, I don't really, I don't it's not Because you're not, in it's it. It's not hitting me yet, but I, oh, I'm sorry. It's not hitting me yet, but um, yeah, I mean, the same way I look at old pictures from other photographers and I'm like, what I would give to be there during that time, you know? Exactly. And, it's imp- it it's it's easy to forget because we're living in this time mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. But fast forward to the future, and it's gonna be really like these photos are gonna be historical. You know what I mean? Like 100%. it's gonna be a part of history. I, I always look back at like the old photos of like MJ in a locker room. Yeah, and, like, yeah, man. Well, it's, you know it's, what I mean. It's funny, and and maybe this could lead to a separate conversation offline. But I was having that conversation with LeBron, right? Because. We live in an era where everything's so public, so Instagram, so everything, everything, right? That people have started to take a step back and say, you know what? I don't want all of my life out there in public, which I 100% respect. Mm-hmm. The flip side to that coin is, I'm like, Bron, when it's all said and done, like, what are some of those iconic pictures? Like, what's the JFK picture of him talking to his brother? Exactly. Like, or the whole right. talking to Kanye, or right? Or MJ grabbing like, the, the first trophy and kiss, right. hugging or, or it. Or MJ it, with both his feet in an ice tub reading yeah, a newspaper. Yep. You know, exactly. all those things. And I'm like, we got to kind of try to start capturing some of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was on a plane literally two days ago, and I'm flipping through, like, movies to watch on a plane. And there was a movie. I don't remember the, the photographer's name. There's an actual documentary about the photographer that, sh- that used to shoot the Beatles. And it made me think of you. It made me think of you. I'm like, you're shooting this generation's like Beatles. Mm -hmm. All these people. Everybody, yeah. And you're probably so close to it that it's like, yeah, you probably have your moments like all of us, like, oh, wow, that was cool. Mm -hmm. That's kind of epic. But I don't think you understand the magnitude of like, you're shooting like today's Beatles. No, I don't. And I don't. I don't. I mean, I do, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's like twofold because you're in the you're in it, so you're like, okay, this is work. Still, it's the right, because right. it's work. You don't get caught in the moment at that specific moment. In hindsight, you do, but because it's work, it's like, okay, I got to capture the best content for these people because mm-hmm. I'm on, I'm only as good as my last job. Mm-hmm. I'm only as good as the last time I pressed the button on this camera and what I captured. So that's what separates the greats in any field 100%. from the people that are just happy. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I want to have some fun. Can we do that? Well, can we have we haven't been having fun. I've right? been having a blast, <laughs> but I want to do something that like. <laughs> hey, before can I can I I want to ask him one more thing before you go there? Do you if, I, if I may, absolutely can. I was telling Vic this. One of the things I love about you, maybe even more than like your your art of photography, is maybe more than anyone else I know. You have a hell of a lot of fun in life. Mm. Like I mean, life is short, man. Like you have. Anytime I see you, I know I'm gonna have a good time. <laughs> Well, like, you. like you show up, like he's like, yo, I, I'm like, what's I know, I know, cameras, plural, mm-hmm. are in that bag mm-hmm. or those bags. What's in this bag? He's like, oh, it's my gas powered remote control car. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's whip that thing up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Oh, it's my, you know, drone. Yeah, it's my drone. Yo, the drone is so crazy when he gets the footage. But on I, I will take it to the level of like, he's like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, we're in the Hamptons. He's like, yo, come upstairs. You ever played? What are we played? Nintendo Mario Kart. You ever Nintendo played Mario Switch. Kart? I'm like, no, but it sounds like something I want to do. <laughs> we're upstairs playing Mario Kart. Like, like, where'd that come from? Like, like in everything you do and all the cool shit, traveling mm-hmm. the world, shooting the most amazing, iconic people we just talked about. You don't ever forget about having fun, man. Like, no, man, because yo, it's like without that, what what the fuck are we doing what with is our this life, exactly? man? It's like what what is it all worth if we can't just enjoy the simple things? Like I like to think about, I like to do things that I did when I was a kid. You know, I like to keep it simple. You know, like growing up and playing video games or 
I don't know, man. Just the basic shit. It's like, let's not get too caught up in who we are and who we're shooting. And it's like, man, fuck all that. It's like, yo, let's just be, let's just take it back and, you know, just keep it simple. You know, the video games, all that shit. It's like, yeah, but drone, a drone just, man, if I had a drone when I was a fucking young kid, it would have been, it would have been a wrap for me. Like, I grew up playing Legos and, you know, it's just... It's an extension of me as a kid and kind of reliving that or kind of like, I look at it as like being a kid 2.0. It's like a kid with money now, you know, like I'm an adult kid with money Mm -hmm. and the possibilities (laughs) are fucking endless. You know what I mean? It's like, that's how I I see it. It's like when I was a kid, I wanted all this shit, but I could only get so much. And it's like, now that I'm an adult, I'm, I'm thinking about all those things that I wanted as a kid that I couldn't get. And And how to make them even crazier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm getting that shit now. Hey, speaking of, we're in the Hamptons, and he keeps, I don't remember the name, he keeps saying like, oh man, it might be too windy or too cloudy to bring out. Mm-hmm. The Mavic. Yeah, and I'm like, who? I'm like, someone else is coming to the house? Oh, Richard. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah, if Richard. I can bring Richard out. It's probably too windy. And I'm like, fuck, someone else is coming to the Hamptons? <laughs> it's his drone. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's his drone. Like, so I just want to say, you know, I want to commend you and like, Never losing sight of like having a fucking amazing time along the way. That's super dope to me. That's just as admirable yeah. to me as 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 the skill. But Vic, let's get into like the fun part of the show. Here's the fun part of the show. Obviously, all of that was great. I have a list of words here. Yeah. Pronouns, if you will. Mm. And I'm just gonna say them, and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Deal. Just uh, let me uh, consult with. Do your thing. Yep. <laughs> have a consultation, my guy. Let's do it. Consult with my medicine man real quick. Um, Air Jordans. Okay, so wait. Well, I was... <laughs> Just elaborate. Just whatever, whatever what comes to whatever mind. one sentence comes to your mind. Uh, guilty pleasure. Off white. Another guilty pleasure. Mykonos grease. It's not you. It's Mykonos. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Stamp. Raul, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, Guac Boys. ENT Entertainment, LTD. I mean, we're the, we're the squad. We're, all of the you, above. Yeah, all of it. All of the all above. Of I'm also part of the you Guac know, Boys, like, so I had to throw that in there, but yeah, we're going to keep just, it moving. It's not about I'm, me today. Uh, yeah. Who's bringing the avocado? It's not about me today. Supreme. Uh, yeah, maybe 15 years ago. Got it. And last but not least, coming from Paul Rivera. This is the most important question you're going to be asked oh boy. all day. Oh, God. J-Lo or Rihanna? Wow. Oh, J-Lo. Oh, I like oh he didn't even Hold flinch. on. Let me take my headphones off. He didn't this man. He loves Puerto Ricans. He loves Puerto Ricans. I wish y'all could see Pete just gave him the craziest hug. Let us stay locked in. Let's not lose focus, guys. Let us stay locked in. What are talking about, We got to stay locked in. Yo, man. I mean, um, obviously, we have our cutter's mic, period. Did you got somebody yes. want to cut somebody's mic off? So we have a segment every right. show, right, where with all the craziness that's Break being said in the country, whether it's an athlete, I mean, let's be clear. Donald Trump could win every week. Yes. But we got to, just for lack of the monotony. Speaking of which, before we even go there. Talk to me. Vic was telling me, like, when you said you were parking, like, 40 minutes before you showed up. Um, <laughs> Vic was... <laughs> <laughs> he was at McDonald's. No, he, he came with gifts, so I'm totally yeah, fine we're with good, it. We're good. Vic was telling me that you're, I'm not going to say an expert, but like really passionate about politics and what's going on in the world. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. 
Yeah. Have I, you always been like that? No. I couldn't give a shit about politics uh, up until a couple of years ago. Um, what changed that for you? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. It's weird. It's like one day I just... just adulting, I, I, yeah. I guess. I don't, know, yeah, maybe. Up. you know, Because like, so, there's a time in your childhood where this shit doesn't affect you. Yeah. Presidency, none of, that, yeah. none of that affects you. I got my job. I make my money. Yeah. I have my I friends. I go to school. Yeah, I come home. Right. My mother goes to work and comes right. back. I don't know. It right. doesn't affect me. Yeah, no. But when you get older, it starts to right. like, okay, I see these percentages, gas prices. And you prices. start to see shit that like, even if it doesn't things. affect you, that's just wrong. Exactly. That's it doesn't affect me. That over there is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but maybe it just, you know, I, I see myself as I'm getting older trying to kind of, like I moved to the financial district because I wanted to learn how the streets worked in lower Manhattan and I never knew before and that always bothered me. So I'm like, let me move to the financial district and let me learn every fucking street and which direction they go so I'll be good. Because <laughs> like, as a New Yorker, you're supposed to know your city. So mm-hmm. I like moving to different parts and, you know, knowing different things. So I think... Getting into politics was, I think it was also, uh, I mean, comedy helped helped me get into it a lot. Like, I religiously watched Bill Maher, and shout mm. out to JLP, my brother, my other real-time with Bill Maher brother, Joe. He's uh, What up, Joe? Yeah, what up, Joe? Front of He's the another super Bill Maher fan like me, and, you know, like that, um, you know, the, what, what was uh, uh, Bill's, uh, what, was his, what was his name? I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm the worst with fucking remembering things, but um, yeah, I think there's a couple of TV shows that have like opened your eyes. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. And Fair. but I, I think it also just comes down to like I'm kind of a junkie for watching news channels. I just like to be really in the know. Yeah, yeah I yeah, like yeah. to always know what the fuck's going on. Absolutely, like, not just in my country, but in the world. In the world you know, yeah, like absolutely. I like to know. I like to know what's going on. That's dope. Yeah. Do you uh, want to cut somebody's mic off? Do you have um, someone? Can prime? I cut? Talk to me. Damn, whose mic do I want to cut off? I don't know. You don't have to do it if you don't who want do to. You, who, who, who do you cut who off? Who have we like, cut off in the past? So we've cut off. I cut off. Trump like 10 times. Trump like a bunch I of mean, times. I mean, but that's like. I do that like every week. No, I cut off. Uh, I think we cut off Michael Vick one time. Michael Vick one time. You cut I off Jerry we, Jones. I cut off Jerry Jones one time. Yep. I you cut, cut off, off uh, Nelly. Nelly. I definitely cut him yep. off. Um, I also cut off. What was the owner that said uh, can't keep can't have the inmates the running Texans. the prison? Yes, the yeah, owner of the, the Houston Texans. Texans. Yeah, he said you can't have so the inmates running you know, the prison. We got a couple people. Fuck. But it's all good. Damn. Has anyone on Twitter said anything crazy? You're like, you know what? I cut don't that use Twitter. Off. That's even better. Any That's Instagram even... comments? Not even, love wor- not even worth mentioning. Not even worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah, 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 1,000%. You know what I mean? Like, not even worth right, fair, like... fair enough. Let me ask you this. So I have a, maybe even a better question for you. We already said you worked with Jay, B, Cristiano, all these. I mean, literally the best of the best. Is there anyone out there you haven't worked with yet that you would love to work with? Amazing question. Um, yeah, sure. And probably me, but I don't want to make this about me. So just <laughs> yeah. besides me. Uh, just. Um, who do I want to work with? I mean, I also see it's not so much about people for me either. <clears throat> it's like. You know, what kind of companies would I like to, you know, because like I like really I'm into technology and gadgets and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So for me right now, I'm like, you know, I'd like to I'm trying to meet and partner up with like brands that I love, like regardless of if I was getting any product or anything from this person, it's like I'd be spending my own money on your Mm -hmm. shit because I love your stuff, you know. So being able to work with people like that um, and oddly enough, like I've been fortunate enough that like I 
this last couple of weeks, like I've gotten sponsorship opportunities for like really great technology, and like okay. I had a chance to That's work dope. with Google and Apple. So, would you start uh, your? Would you own your own tech company at some point? Would you want to like do that? I mean, yeah, fuck it. Who Is knows? I yeah. mean, you know, I'm a tech junkie, so I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. And tech, you know, where it's not where would I be without tech, but Jesus, technology has helped me. It rules you know, the world get now, to too. where I am. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's helped us all. 100%. I, I have two more questions and I'm done. Go ahead. Um, one is it's more of an observation. Um, I don't know if you even realize you do this, but I feel like, well, I'll tell you why I'm asking this question. We were in the Hamptons one time. We were in a car going back from eating. <clears throat> Amazing lobster spot, by the way. Shout out to Nick, if you remember that. Oh right? my God. How incredible was that? Yes. Lobster sandwiches. Um, fried clams. But, <laughs> but <laughs> by what, the way, before you begin into that, my boy is the biggest foodie oh, I can I see know. that 100%. that you'll ever it's, meet it's in a life. Problem. Remember Mykonos? 100%. It's a problem. There's three of us. Well, you can't let him order. No, you can't. No, you can't, no, can't no, let him no, order. No, it's, it's you got to take the menu. It's ridiculous. 1000%. But we were driving back, and everyone's kind of like has the itis and is like, damn, they're falling asleep, although it's like 1 p.m. Um, and you were like, stop the car. Stop the car. We're like, what the hell? And you get out the car and you take a picture of this long ass driveway oh, in the yeah. Hamptons. Yeah. And I guess the reason why I bring it up and my question is, are you constantly looking Always. for the shot? Oh, or yeah. Or does the shot come to you and you? My eyes are never, like when I'm walking, driving, whatever the fuck I'm oh, doing, I'm, I'm just scanning everything. I'm like, even since <clears throat> I've been sitting in this room, I've like scoped out. I've, I've looked at that picture about 1,600 times already. <laughs> <laughs> like you know the swan or whatever the mexican skull that i've brought back from fucking playa del carmen like all of it um yeah i'm i'm just very observant you know that's just how i've been i remember uh myself chris stamp and my guy 13th can uh, timmy one of those, one of those what do you need they're, they're so good by the way like, can we they're just so can good? we just tenderize this yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. Do a little thing. bit do your thing do your thing Sorry, um man. and we were just like yo we're just gonna walk around mykonos Oh, that was so fun, Vic. Yo, we just walked around, and he was just taking photos. Like, by the way, shout out to Mykonos and what an amazing, what amazing city, been, or just Greece in, in general as a country, like unbelievable, unbelievable. But good, it's not you, it's, it's Mykonos. Mykonos. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, and and for those of you that are listening that have no idea why oh, Vic's man. saying that, listen. Timmy might be one of the, if not the most gifted photographer I personally know. Well, I'll say that. The most gifted photographer I know. Aww. Hands down, right? Touche. It's not even it's not, it's not debatable. Same here. He may be equally as talented. Do you want to explain this gift he has? Like This gift of just uh, uh, taking words and flipping them either into current events or, or names that we know. Or slogans. Like it's, Everything could like belong on a t-shirt. It's not you. It's, it's Mykonos. Exactly. exactly. What, was, what was the Meek Mill There's one? There was, so there was a Meek Mill one too. Man. It was Mykonos Mill. Oh, uh, Meek Mykonos? Mykonos. Yeah. Mykonos Mill. It was Mykonos Mill. That's what it was. It's just too much, man. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, let, me, let me ask you, Tim. Like, you've already, you're there at that bar, right? Like, if you're not shooting hove, you're shooting beef. If you're not shooting beef, you're shooting, Like, is there another goal for you? Because like you just mentioned, it's not people at this point. That'll happen just by the nature of your talent mm -hmm. and relationships and stuff. What's next? Like, what's the next goal for Thirteenth? You want to travel? I just want to travel. I mean, look, like, what else is there to do in life? You know, mm -hmm. but point. see, like, the there's world, only yeah. so many things that we can do in life, right? It's like you travel, you eat at a good restaurant, you meet interesting people, you know, you listen to good music. It's like I'm not trying to overcomplicate my shit, you know. Like, travel to some amazing places I haven't been, go back to amazing places that I have been, eat good food. 
take pictures, document everything. You know, it's like, I almost sometimes don't even think of myself as a photographer. I'm just somebody living my life, and I just happen to always have my camera with me. And I'm a little bit better than most people with it. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it's like, I don't need a camera to take pictures. Like, you give me an iPhone, I'll do damage with Seriously. that shit. Like, you know, it doesn't really matter. You give me a drone, I'll do damage with the drone. So it's not... Um, I don't want people to think also it's like, oh, I need X amount of money for all those kids who are trying to become photographers and do this. Like, don't get caught up in the equipment and how much money it is and, oh, I need this and I need this. It's like, no, man. It's like, yo, I started off with the very basics. Like, I started off, yo, when I wanted to make films when I was younger, I would take a thousand photos in sequence and crunch them together in fucking Final Cut. And I would make videos out of still images. Mm. Which now when you look at it, it's kind of like a flipbook thing. Like that flipbook thing they did on Instagram, they stole that from me. Like <laughs> I was the first person ever to do that. And people people lost their fucking minds when I dropped it on Instagram. Like people lost their minds. And next thing you know, it's like dozens of companies that are that made apps that made apps for them yeah. charging money you know and it's like i just did it you know like i'm not looking for money like i don't care about money as long as you recognize like just recognize what you know like I, people want to do like the shoes at the helicopter and want to copy my shit all day that. long it's like it's like you know, just do it but it's like at, at the end of the day just just know where people, you know what I mean? Kiss like, the just, ring. Yeah, like, Kiss yeah, the just, ring. Not, the man hasn't said one lie, though. He hasn't fibbed once, yeah, my one G. One lie. Not one fib is in there. Yeah. Um, I think, man, I we mean. We can't go anywhere from we there. We can't go anywhere from there. My G, Timmy, I want to thank you, man, personally. No, You're my thank brother. thank you, guys. And my bad um, for being late. I didn't, I didn't realize. Stop it. No, listen. Stop the minute it. we smelt the fries, you were early. You good. Yeah. 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 What time <laughs> is it? Well, early. Early. We're late. Sorry. Yo, we I, appreciate I got you. yelled at in the McDonald's. I, I thought I was being slick, but apparently I got to work on my slickness because I was shooting pictures of this crazy woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like just the whole time thinking no one would think anything. And then I'm waiting for my food and the chick from McDonald's is like, Oh yeah, I call your number, but you're too busy making a film. Has <laughs> he caught you? Oh, guys! Oh shit! <laughs> by the way, what phone were you shooting with? iPhone X. X, yeah, yeah I have the X too. Oh, yeah. Two of us have the X. I mean, the All right, guys, I want, Timmy. I want to thank you uh, again. <laughs> if you're not shooting with an X, like what are you? What are you shooting? Right, I'm gonna end the Why show. Why are you now? shooting? I'm gonna end the show now. <laughs> This is the Victor oh, Cruz feelings, show. Feelings, oh, this is the Victor wow. Cruz show. I want to thank y'all for listening again, Timmy. Wow, I want to thank is you. Is gonna cut my mic off? Uh, PR. I want to thank you as well. Wow. I gotta go. I gotta go. It's too much. Thank you guys. Tune in next week. Peace. Get out of here. <laughs>